Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Not the internet. It's got everything it for you. It got everything for you. That got some recipes, I would imagine. No, you don't have no recipes. You ain't got no recipes on there, Kyle. He's he's got enough. How you doing, Kyle? <laughs> good morning, man. Hey, good morning, you guys. How are you doing? No recipes. I'm sorry about yeah, that. Just put some recipes. Well, no recipes. <laughs> All right, so this this is your time to shine, man. You are you walking around like, you know, Robin with your, you know, your chest all pumped out there and 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 you're just engulfed in high school basketball right now. Everybody's locked into their positions. This is the time of year, right? This is the time of year. You're right about that. We uh, wrapped up region tournament play just last night, so brackets are completely filled out. You can find pretty much all those matchups online on uh, my website, sandyspiel.com. We got all the boys posted. About to post some of the girls uh, in just a moment, but all the boys' matchups are up there and all the results. Um, from all the games across the state this past week and a half can be found on my website. So we are ready for the February frenzy to kick off. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a nickname for his name. All right. It, it is here. You got the... T-shirts printed up with that on there? <laughs> I don't. Maybe I should. You should. Of all people, you should have those folks. We're spending time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning with Cal Sandy. And he is social. You can find him on Twitter at CalSandy355 or at Sandy Spiel. Which bracket you think has the most intrigue? I'm saying something that I didn't know. We're going to play a portion of this tournament at Georgia State. Oh, yes, that's, that, that is correct. Yeah, that's going to be fun to have uh, Georgia State hosting um, some of these games in the bigger classifications. That's going to be really fun to let everyone see that uh, the gem of Atlanta, which I know you know very much about. Um, but, yeah, there's going to be some good matchups all across the state. Uh, you know, 7A is always very intriguing uh, when you talk about Norcross and Newton and Pebblebrook all on that top left-hand quadrant. Yeah, Those I'm are some, that. some blue that. buds. Yeah. yeah, That's, uh, that's going to be really, really tough. And then 6A is always going to be um, really fun as well. I mean, Grovetown, uh, they really have peaked at the right time. I mean, no surprise, they opened the season as a nationally ranked team, and they, they really struggled, but they've won about 13 or 14 straight. And uh, they're red hot. I know that's a team no one's going to really want to see um, come state tournament time. Um, but that, that's a really good one. And then uh, uh, one last one, uh, Class 6A on the girls has been uh, a very intriguing classification to track. I know Region 3 has just been a juggernaut with Lovejoy and uh, Forest Park 
and Woodward. And then who ends up winning that region tournament? The four seed, Rockdale, with Daniel Carnegie, an absolute superstar. They've been coming on this year, though. They've been a remarkable story this year. Yes, yes. They are so good with Daniel Carnegie. It's just amazing. Possibly, uh, you know, in the discussion as one of those top players in the entire country, she has carried her team into getting that one seed. So that'll be fun to see what she could do as an on-court after taking them to a deep run last year as well. Sam and Greg joined by Kyle Sandy, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this with you and ask you this question, so I'll just do it this way. Uh, I guess we can start with uh, 7A. Give me the team that's expected to come out, but give me also the team that you feel folks shouldn't sleep on and should keep an eye out because while they're not expected to make big noise, you see something, you know something that maybe everybody else doesn't know and going, you know what, I got a special feeling about this program. Who are those two? Yeah, yeah. well, Wheeler on the boys' side obviously is a team that everyone thinks is going to make a deep, deep run. They've played that national schedule. They haven't lost a game in the state of Georgia yet. Isaiah Collier is a McDonald's All-American. They have just been utterly dominant. They crushed a really, really good Cherokee team in their third matchup of the season to win that region title. So Wheeler... Uh, obviously going to start there in Class 7A as a team to beat. Um, looking at some of these other teams, I've been told Lowndes could potentially be a dark horse from South Georgia. Um, they got a really tough first-round matchup with Pebblebrook, um, but a team that I think could make a run. Keep an eye on Lambert. They have been sneaky good. They've never even cracked the top 10 this year, uh, but they won Region 6. Uh, Nico Wilson's a really, really good player. He was a region player of the year, averages close to 20 points per game. They have a slew of guards that can get after you. They press, they shoot the ball exceptionally well. Um, they got Walton in the first round, and they'll see either Peachtree Ridge or Mountain View. Um, really, the, the, the class that they might see in the Elite Eight is with Grayson, yeah. uh, where it'll be tough for them. Grayson's got a lot of size. Lambert yeah. doesn't have that, um, but you win with good guard play this time of year, and Lambert has plenty of that. You see, Sam, I know you wouldn't jump in here, but you know what he didn't do? He, he mentioned nothing about Marietta. He mentioned nothing about Hillgrove. And he mentioned nothing about McEachin, who got the same record as Wheeler, and they're all a 9-9 from my house. Those are the three I care about in West Cobb. But that's the thing. We talked about the 7A. They're all on that same side with Wheeler. West Westlake is, is there, and McEachin. Is it yeah. they're all on that same side? Yeah, he ain't saying that. Come he out of there. mentioned them. Well, I mean, they're there. You know, you know, you know looking, roll, at the, you looking know. at the bracket. Well, I'm gonna shut know. up for a while. He right. didn't mention them three. I got nothing. <laughs> I don't care about nothing. <laughs> see, see, see that 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 that's just well, wrong. Don't tell him I said that. See, before we're spending time with Kyle Sander this morning, <laughs> getting set for state tournament time and the march on Macon. I'm also seeing they're playing some games at the alma mater. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know that 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 makes me excited as well. Uh, they're going to play some of the semifinal games or so some of the classifications. So that's going to be great to see. Seeing some teams that, you know, like you said, have that pedigree. They've been in, been here before. They're not the number one seed, but you still got to respect where they land. I saw Cambridge play against Cale for that region championship. They're getting like Tri-Cities in the first round. That could be like an interesting first round game. We got some games early on that could be games that you would normally see later on in, in this tournament, Kyle. And I think that's going to make things really really uh, exciting right from the very start. Yeah, you're right. We always see some uh, very intriguing matchups. I know everyone always complains about the predetermined brackets and saying, oh, my gosh, we have this state championship matchup in the second round. 
with these two great teams colliding, and that's just something that happens every single year. It's it's you know pretty much unavoidable. There's gonna be a bad draw. Some you know top team in a region tournament is going to slip, get a bad seed, and then have to collide heads uh, with another team that we thought had a chance of uh, winning a lot of games. Um, you know one one matchup that I've been you know keyed in on as far as a intriguing first round uh, bout is between two big men. And how often do we see two really good big men play against each other? And how often do we see it in the first lot? But North Forsyth versus Blessed Trinity. Blessed Trinity as Brigham Rogers, who is going to play at Belmont, a six foot eight post player who is just physical, dominant, highly skilled, contact, does everything for Blessed Trinity. But North Forsyth has Cole Kerouac, who's six foot ten. He has a lot of high major offers. Uh, not quite as strong, not quite as physical as Rogers, but that is a prospect that has been skyrocketing over the past 12 months. That is a good game to check out at Blessed Trinity, two premier big men in the state of Georgia matching up in the first round. I got to ask you, how do you decide where you're going to go with this first for the first rounders? Because <laughs> that, that, to me, that's the hardest decision. You know, is trying to go someplace. Obviously, I like to try to go a place where I may see a boys and a girls game, get, get, get me two games. You can't always get that, though. And so that, that's the thing. Have you already decided where you're going to start out at in, in the first? Oh, no, I have not digested it at all. <laughs> I have not decided yet. And, of course, it's going to come down to You said, yes, it's great to double dip if you can and get that double header. Um, but, no, I have not made that decision yet. That very challenging. Obviously, you know, I like to travel this time of year and try and get out to some places and see some teams I don't, you know, regularly regularly get to see. Um, but that is going to be tough. And again, remember, I'm boys and girls, so I got to make sure I share the sugar with both sides uh, <laughs> because there is there is so much to see, not just on the boys' side, but as the girls' side as well. So it does get very, very games this time of year. I can tell you right now, I'm going to steal that phrase. Sure. He said it so in, in there. Yeah, you that's nice. Do I don't say that. Though. You see it? <laughs> no, 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 man, that's a nice one. I appreciate it, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, Sam, oh, yes, sir, of Sam and Greg Sports Radio, ninety-two nine The Game, ninety-two nine The Game dot com. I'm sure I've asked you this before, but because we've been talking to you for so many years, but I just thought about it when when you mentioned the the title of how it's all going to end, and that is. Has there ever been, or do you see a conversation revisited at some point, moving this tournament up to Atlanta? In the future, possibly, possibly, possibly. I know they love using the Macon Centerplex. Uh, of course, Macon has come a long way since their debacle years ago um, with the baskets and all don't that. And we don't want to rehash. <laughs> I know, right. Yeah, don't, um, don't, 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 don't get great started I've, I've, I've on really, I've, I've, I've moved on from that. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it's a little hanging fruit, man. It's just too easy. Buy a stick. Yeah. Tell you what, though, Kyle, the fact that they're playing at Georgia State, and I think a lot of people saying is Georgia State would uh, like to host the state championships, and I think it would be a great chance to show off uh, the, the the new facility there. I I, got, I don't know how you feel about it. I like the fact that they play a portion of the tournament in each classification. The college facility around the state, I'm saying not only Georgia State, but West Georgia, uh, Georgia College and State University, and Fort Valley, I think, are the four schools that they're going to be visiting. Not everybody that's playing in this tournament will get to play basketball. 
like for football. Now everybody's going to play at the next level. But it gives everybody a chance if you play long enough in this tournament, you get a taste of that. You get to play in a college facility. You get to dress out in the college locker room and, and have that experience. Talk about the fact that we do that here in Georgia. Yeah, I, I think it's terrific. Obviously, um, you know, the neutral site aspect is really cool. Uh, and really, if you're a basketball fan in general, if you can just go to one site and it's all over the map, you know, some of the best classifications for that is like 3A and 2A, the smaller classes. You'll have a team from Savannah play Musta, play a team from the Northwest Georgia Mountains, team from Macon. So it's like all spread out. That's, you know, always one of the more fun classifications for me to watch are these smaller classifications where you really are watching teams from all different corners of the state come and play at a, a, a collegiate facility. And, yes, I, I, I love going to these college campuses. It is very cool. Not every single player uh, is going to play in college. Not every single player is a, a blue-chip prospect that we'll see playing college and playing the NBA. So it is really fun for these kids. And, again, especially at the lower classifications, for them to go travel, go get out of their you know small hometown and go see – you know, see a big college campus like that and be able to play aspect, I think that's really, really fun for all these kids. Kyle, I want to bring you in on a conversation that Sam and I have been having, but we touched on it quite a bit yesterday, and that's the state of officiating. What is your perspective on officiating at the high school level you experienced across the board? One to ten, however you want to put it, but how are you feeling about it on that level? Um, Obviously... Some crews are better than other crews. And, I mean, you, you take this to multiple sports um, at all different levels. Sometimes you have good games with solid officials. Sometimes you might have, a, a, you know, an off night. You know, we talk about players and coaches sometimes, you know, struggling here and there. But you, we have to realize that referees are human, too. They're not going to get every single call correct. And, you know, I, I'm always sitting there in the stands, and I hear the vitriol that comes from fans. And it is it is certainly a, a thankless job, but we do have to remember uh, these referees, without them, we're not having games. Now, there's going to be calls that are wrong here and there. You just hope that it's not going to be every single trip down and that we get into a, 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 a situation where it's a makeup call after makeup call after makeup call. Uh, I think the officiating has been fine. You know, it's 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 been okay um but i just want to let people know like please don't don't kill these referees because that's what we have a referee shortage in in sports and you see the ghsa begging people to come out uh, it's tough to get people to come out there when they get yelled at nonstop. but uh overall i think the referees have been been fine you know sometimes it's it it, it is what it is it depends is the game going to be called uh, loosely, is the game going to be called tight? It kind of dictates what you see on the floor from game to game to game. But uh, I think as players, fans, coaches, parents, we just want consistency, and that's always something that these referees can strive for. Shot clock. This is the first year that has been statewide for the entire season. How do you think it's been overall? It's been fine. You know, you have some uh, technical malfunctions here and there, but I do think it has elevated um, the games, especially at the end of quarters and the end of games in general, when you have more exciting finishes instead of teams just holding the ball and trying to uh, run the clock out. So that's been good. I think you've been able to see some teams kind of use that to their advantage to be able to get back into games because uh, there's just you know more possessions in the game now. Uh, so I think it's been a positive 
uh, first year overall. I don't think too many people have complaints about it. Folks, you can follow him on Twitter at CalSandy355 or at Sandy Spiel. Cal Sandy, thanks so much for getting Thank up you. and spending some time Thank with you, us. And, hey, it's state tournament time. I'll see you. I, I know we'll meet up at some gym somewhere the next couple of weeks, so I'll be watching you. got to head back on next week or something. Yeah, but yeah, we'll be no next week. But, I mean, I'll meet up with him in the gym somewhere watching some games. All right. Yeah. Well, y'all have fun. Send me pictures. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll see you out there, Sam. We've got to get you out there, too, Craig. <laughs> All right, there you go, Kyle Sandy. Sandy Spiel is his website. Check it out. Get yourself a cup of coffee because you're going to be there a minute, but there's all kinds of information on there for you. Coming up. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.